0: welcome to the broken record podcast i'm jonathan and i'm elizabeth and this is the weekly conversation where we expand on the themes and the scriptures from
1: sunday's service this sunday being february 21st 2021
0: the first sunday of lent 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 Lent. (laughs) um all right quick challenge update yeah so if this is your first time listening uh, we gave ourselves ourselves a challenge last week. Each other, we gave each other a challenge last week. And so Elizabeth, what was your challenge? My
1: challenge was to learn more about Elijah.
0: Did you learn more I about I did,
1: him? so I did a lot of reading about Elijah. Learned my my quick summary, right, is that he is a mir was a miracle worker in the ninth century. Right, and he's one of the first individuals to 9th century BC BC correct which I didn't know that's super important because I didn't really know that that's the time in which he lived and um right he is or was right a defender of faith much before Jesus obviously and and played this really integral role in um in the mountaintop reading that we heard last week, right? He's he shows up when Jesus is at the mountaintop with Moses and sort of handing the reins over to Jesus. Right. That was the big
0: thing that you I remember you're telling me that like some people have talked about that that moment, the transfiguration of Jesus is like Elijah and Moses are passing the baton to him.
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: Um I also just realized in our mini conversation there that I use the term BC as opposed to BCE. Mm. So like before Christ as opposed to before the common era. Mm. So I probably should have used BCE even though this is a Christian podcast in case any of our brothers and sisters of other beliefs happen to be listening.
1: Mhm. So you Good to know. Good so to my know. challenge Your challenge was... My challenge
0: was to look for the glory of God throughout the week and to find more examples of the glory of God. And um, if you listened to last week's podcast, if you didn't, I recommend doing so. Uh, we we make some insightful comments. Do we? Um, and at least one of us does. At least one. Um, so I talked about how in the transfiguration story, like the glory of God is this thing that that you know, Peter and James and John, they want to be close to. And so I, when I was looking for the glory of God this past week, I was thinking about like, well, what are the things that I tried to be close to? And I would say that I tried to be closer to the person that I want to be. Mm. Um, like, uh, without going into details that would take too long, just like had a few conversations over the course of the weekend that I think, uh, I could have very easily responded to in snarky ways or grumpy ways or like frustrated ways, and I uh, was and I didn't right. I was able to respond in joyful, kind, generous ways. Um, I also feel like over the last week I've uh, tried to be close and spend time with my wife and son. Woo-woo! My wife, that's you. That's me. Our son is. perfect one um and then just to to continue to try and be closer to my friends so i i think i have done and been aware of doing those things this past week
1: and and those examples are not some you know miracle that you witnessed out randomly right that was you recognizing hey god god is present at all times and i feel his glory with me and his presence with me and his strength with me at all times Right. Love it. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Their strength. Yeah, God's strength. Um, okay. So,
0: yeah. So, the the structure of our show from here is that we each are going to provide a brief summary of the scripture readings from last week, which can always be found on the church website. Uh, you can download the bulletin. And then we will each share one thing that we got from the scripture Mm -hmm. and then we will talk about the questions that we discuss during service each week they're sort of like discussion questions based on the scripture
1: and then back to the challenge and then back to the challenge okay so So, do you want to start with the summary yes so genesis 9 god makes a covenant with noah all people and all living things a rainbow is a reminder of the covenant
0: you're very intense right now.
1: Uh, you know, I think that it requires intensity at the level of which this covenant requires intensity.
0: I'm loving it. The ark was intense. The ark. The arc, flood was the intense. The flood
1: was intense. Not but as intense this is as camping. A, uh, I'm <laughs> sorry, everyone.
0: I'm sorry. Okay.
1: But this covenant is, you know, the whole thing
0: until Jesus. Until, which brings
1: us to the gospel yes it does uh, Mark 1 right Jesus is baptized he goes to the wilderness to be tempted by evil for 40 days he isn't he's successful in, in not doing not being tempted and from there he starts his ministry okay yeah he brings the good God the good word from the wilderness. Are you ready for my summary? I'm not sure because I think I did a pretty good job. I mean, you did a great job. Yeah. But I do like when our takeaways are always interesting. Are you you... saying
0: that you want to be the only summarizer? No. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Old Testament, Noah, God says in seven different ways, uh, I'm not going to kill everything and everyone on the earth again with a flood.
1: Is that true? Is it in seven ways?
0: I mean, if you reread the scripture, he kind of says the same thing at least three times. It's kind of like an entire two paragraphs of. Oh, God I saying was the thinking the seven
1: was symbolic of.
0: Oh, I could see how your you would words, think guy. That. Why would
1: you just make up a number like that that wasn't symbolic?
0: Because seven is my favorite number. Is it? It is. Uh, the Gospels. Uh, God gets baptized. God goes to the wilderness. Jesus gets baptized. Yeah. Jesus is God, but we're, we're splitting hairs here uh-huh. because we are about the facts on the broken record. Podcast. <laughs> about the facts. Um, so Jesus gets baptized. Jesus goes true. to the wilderness. Whoa, whoa. Facts are facts. Um, Jesus goes to the wilderness and Jesus starts his ministry. Bing, bang, boom.
1: I'm pretty sure that second summary was just exactly my summary.
0: It probably was. It's a pretty straightforward gospel.
1: It is. (laughs) Although... does not
0: leave a lot to the imagination.
1: Well, so my takeaway... Okay. ...was obviously a question, per (laughs) usual. My takeaway from Mark was, from the gospel, was... What was Jesus tempted by in... The wilderness
0: there's an answer to that question
1: yes in matthew's gospel right so i look forward to <laughs> that quick summary
0: preview
1: but of but i but I, the reason no. that that is a takeaway of mine is that right god wasn't and this is leading to the questions right mm. but god but jesus wasn't just like hanging out there relaxing Right. He was taking these actions that were that were preparation, but that were specific action oriented things. It was work. It was work. Yes. Thank you. It wasn't just being chill. So that was my takeaway from Mark. Or that question then led me to consider what that work would look like. Maybe that's a better way of describing it.
0: Mm, Okay. Oh, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think you I haven't heard you say it quite like that until this point. Okay. So my one thing is um a, a bit of a pattern that I noticed across both scriptures and that is um the the sort of ebb and flow or as some might say a dark side and a light mm. that we get throughout both sides of the scriptures so in Noah we get the flood and then we get the rainbow. Mm. In the gospel, if you look at so the language of each of the three sections, like heaven is torn apart, but then the spirit descends like a dove. So like really violent language, heaven is torn apart, but oh. then the spirit responds like or comes down like super gently, mm. like a dove. And then Jesus goes to the wilderness and is tempted by Satan, but is catered on by the angels and then in the last part john gets arrested right it says after john was arrested jesus came to galilee so it's sort of like this seesaw of like one thing this dark thing leads to another and could
1: we just spend the rest of the time talking about that
0: well i don't know that we necessarily need to do that cuz the, the to lump it all together like one of the things that i i learned or found interesting just along the way, I don't know where it originally came from, is the idea that like, we often think of God as like, is, uh, oh, how to say this? Just that like, like God is like pulling us to some like perfect reality or um, we sort of expect God to be like better and perfect in sort of every way. But actually, like, the, the scriptures and the messages in scriptures are reflections of life. Mm. And life is, right, like, we live in a broken world, in a fallen world. And so, often, even, like, the rhythms of God's work in scripture are this kind of ebb and flow back and forth. Enjoying
1: like and light, in sorrow. Right,
0: enjoying in sorrow, light responding to dark.
1: And, and that that's right these this is told by men right mm-hmm. but it's also that's purposeful of god as well right that those rhythms are required like for our comprehension maybe
0: yeah i mean right like if if we believe and this is might be a big if for some people maybe we'll dive into this in a future show but like if we believe that the authors of scripture were to some extent sort of moved and inspired by the spirit and that by, like their community, like God is commu- truly communicating through those writers, then like, like, yeah, even though some of the, their humanity might be mixed up in it. Also like what we're reading is like a reflection of how God wants to communicate with us.
1: Interesting. Whoa yeah yeah whoa opened up a can open up a can that will be set
0: in the refrigerator to yes, be enjoyed at a later date um bless
1: you thank you so question okay. yes yeah,
0: so all right even though this is our second podcast and we promised you a routine. We're sort of going to break the routine no, right not. away. we're Read the in questions. That, Read the that. questions. So here are the questions. How does this season of Lent challenge you? And what does it call you to confront? And then how are you making time to be present with God? How does this affect you day to day? So the conversation that we're about to have is not necessarily going to be a direct answer to those two questions, but on Sunday those two questions led Elizabeth and I to this sort of longer conversation about Lent that we thought was interesting. What was interesting and and worth sort of continuing to work through.
1: So, Jonathan. Yeah. After these readings and after pastor jim's message what did you hear because this is very important everyone so as
0: i was chasing our son around the house and i was sort of of hearing jim's message kind of coming in and out um, my takeaway was you know how jim talked about procrastination and how jesus going right into the wilderness after his baptism was like he's starting his mission like right away like he's just committing to the hard thing and doing it and so my initial takeaway from that was like we think of lent and like we spend a lot of time agonizing over you know the thing we're gonna give up or the thing we're gonna do um you know like maybe i'll give up chocolate right maybe i won't skip sundays like and What Jim was telling us, I thought what Jim was telling us was, like, don't put it off. Just commit to doing the hard thing and do it. it.
1: And I think that would answer, right, that would answer really easily the question of what are you being challenged by Len and, like, what are you... Confronting. Confronting, right? I heard something really different. Mm -hmm. And... What I heard right was a different way of thinking about Lent as an entire thing, right? So I'm going to refer to yours as traditional Lent. That's fine. And sort of what I heard as a call to a like maybe a more radical Lent. Is that interesting word? I know. Curious to hear. So what I heard right is like. Lent is, we, like you're saying, is usually a season of, of preparation and procrastination. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, like, uh, I just, I got to make a decision. And yet, Jesus immediately goes to the most difficult task that he is going to face. Right, He is going to be alone before he begins his ministry facing evil. And facing Satan. And that that is like he he goes to do this thing, right? Not preparing for it, right? Not like thinking about how he was going to do that. He went and he started the hardest thing. And so what I sort of heard was how do we in a radical way, like not get necessarily caught up in, Hey, what's this sacrifice that I'm going to be making during Lent, but how am I going to be living as in the image of God? How am I going to live and love like God? And,
0: and so it's less about like, am I going to give up chocolate and more about um, either like, some deeper meaning or impulse behind that or about like trying to sort of set our sights on something you know more important and more meaningful than you know simply like giving up a a small indulgence
1: right yeah like yes and and how is it that we are going to like like you're saying that this deeper meaning of what's occurring and and confronting right back to those questions like what what is it that we're specifically confronting rather than just thinking of lent as a memorial to these 40 days and like hey let's give up bread to remind ourselves of the sacrifice that god was making right like that is not a memorial to the level of commitment that jesus made right so like jim in his in his message talked
0: about how jesus going into the wilderness right away was sort of the equivalent of like fighting darth vader right away and then like taking on the stormtroopers Mm -hmm. and like it just um right it's it's an invitation to really thinking about um about how to use this season so like Yeah. And in the way that, right, like I grew up learning and thinking about Lent, right, it was just this season of sacrifice. And that sacrifice was, it was meaningful because, you know, every time you thought about, you know, drinking a soda or eating chocolate or eating fried food or like whatever that thing was that you were giving up, you were supposed to think to yourself, ah, like this is a moment where I can think about God and think about God's love and like that's mm-hmm. how the sacrifice is supposed to reorient us, mm-hmm. and then like later on uh, in life, like just like as I grew older, um, I, you know, people started to talk about well, you don't necessarily have to give something up. You could commit to doing something like praying every day or doing an act of service, and. I would still say, though, that that falls under this kind of like traditional and and potentially, you know, like superficial type of Lent because it's still it still kind of feels perfunctory sometimes or, or, or like it's it's based in this notion of like I either need to like deprive myself or I need to like do this extra thing. But both of those, like, don't quite get at what you're talking about. Right,
1: which is, like, about stepping into the light, Right. right? Like, how do we embody this season as a reorientation of stepping into the light, right? A reorientation of, you know, not deprivation, like... I think traditionally it can be thought about. Not that those aren't, like you're saying, like those play a role, Mm -hmm. right? And they play, they have value. And what I heard Pastor Jim talking about was this idea of like, can we reorient towards light? And can we reorient like, away from preparing and and also, and towards action mm-hmm. is that is that what we're kind of considering to be the radical lent yeah like it's it's not oh like
0: let me let me give something up so that i can like endure this sacrifice for the next 40 days it's how can right now i start living life in like kind of the way
1: i want to like mm-hmm. in in, a, in jesus's image like starting now right and that relief that that he talked about at the end like when you complete the task that you've been procrastinating about it's like can if i think about the resurrection as being the ultimate relief <laughs> right can you start to live with that relief now knowing that 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 forgiveness and that relief is going to happen. Mm. That's like, a, I guess, maybe a, another step in. Well, what I, I do think we're sort of, we're, we're kind of
0: going down a theoretical la- uh, rabbit hole a little bit. And um, like, I think we could, we could kind of start to make this concrete, but the sort of irony of that is if we're thinking of Lent as like really a radical, like call to reorientation mm-hmm. towards God and and in the image of Jesus to act in the image of Jesus, that is not an easy thing to figure out what to do, and it's it's not like we have a ton of examples of it ourselves. Right, like, and this is sort of a, a realization that hit us over right, the right, like weekend. Pastor Jim's
1: like get in, get dirty, like do like get. Get in, right, do it. That, yeah. And then we're like, hold on, our challenge, we would really like our challenge to be thinking about what we would like to do. Right. We would like to continue to reflect on that. Right. Um and yet I think it like you're saying, it takes another step to to reorient away from the idea of Lent of not being rooted in deprivation, right? Which is my very naive experience with Lent. Maybe other people haven't had that experience, but that was mine. Like you gave something up and somehow that was supposed to remind you of Jesus. Um, But what I'm thinking is how can I, like you're saying, how can I not reorient right but how how can we live as light right live and and bring light out what i'm
0: thinking of just even as we're talking here is that like so so a little bit of a preview our challenge for each other we talked about it a little bit before the podcast was that you know we're going to challenge each other to think of the thing that we are going to do for this Lent. Mm-hmm. And like we just sort of said, like, it is like that is more thinking and more figuring it out, but that's kind of the, the paradox of, of this realization is like we want to be active and we want to radically reorient ourselves and we're not quite sure how to do it yet. Right. But I wonder if maybe this could be a Lent that. I'll speak for myself here that like maybe this could be a lent that i look back on and i think like wow like my life really pivoted around you know lent 2021 uh. and like if that were true like if if i started some sort of habit or or just you know, like mindset and that led to a change in my behavior and the way that I treated people uh, or the way that I serve, like that would be a pretty incredible thing. And it would make sense that like maybe it took me 40 days to figure that out. Mm -hmm. But if I spent 40 days thinking about how can I reorient my actions on a daily basis so that they're a little bit more like Jesus, like maybe that could be a big deal in my life. And Mm -hmm.
1: then that's something that lasts beyond right. Beyond Lent. Right. I, which like kind of brings me back to that second question of right. Like how are you making time to be present with God on a day to day basis? And I wonder if that's actually going to be what our answer is next week.
0: To do that, right. to find a way to, to, spend to time find
1: around. a way to spend time with God daily. That, that, that is an opportunity, right? To be renewed. Mm-hmm. That is an opportunity to feel relief. That is an opportunity to recognize that all of our past, all of God's past. Paths, our love and and forget faithfulness. Mm. Mm. I have I have some other thoughts, but I think I'm gonna hold on
0: to them, okay. like like little seeds, long yeah, sprout a little bit sprouting. for for next week. Um, so so that's a, so just to state again succinctly, our challenge is to think about what we're gonna do for Lent. A week and a half late. No, just kidding. That's like this process is what our Lent is going to be about, is figuring out how to reorient our lives. Yeah. Thank you for listening. This has been the Broken Record Podcast. You are... Elizabeth. And I am... Jonathan. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Have a good week.
1: Have a great one.